I chose not to let everything win, but my drive to get me to the top. do KTTV. This is KT and I'm coming at you live with another episode of the Daily K Podcast. And on today's episode, we have Mr. Darnell HTX from Broadcast Houston. How you doing today, Mr. Darnell? Much love, big love for having me, taking the time out. It's 8 o'clock on a uh, Monday and um, I just appreciate you deeming me worthy to speak to. Say, man, cut it out, man. The, the way y'all got it going in these streets, man, I am honored, man. The awards... Uh, anywhere that I see Mika happy to be, I, I, I'm excited, man. Oh, Mika okay. Diamond, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she pulled up. Yeah. Yeah, man. So before we jump into things, man, I always like to do that wellness check as we living in these crazy times, man. So how have you been during this pandemic and staying safe, man, with the broadcasting? So, I mean, right now, like we're doing right now, we're on the Skype call. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I love the in-person. I mean, this is still like a one-on-one. So this is cool. But, you know, sometimes you can't really feel the energy, you know what I'm saying, electricity in the room sometimes. But, you know, to stay safe, this definitely is one thing. Um, got a lot of stuff planned. I'll talk about that a little bit later. But, um, you know what I'm saying, I, I've lost like five YouTube channels and I still have quite a few up um, that, that are doing pretty good. Uh, one just crossed 20,000. So I, I'm going to be doing some um, once a YouTube tutorials, but like some monetize your brand stuff. And that's going to be on Zoom. Um, and just really like just virtual concerts to where like we're filming stuff and then just putting it out for the people to consume. Yeah, man, those virtual concerts. I know you did one of them. Uh, like this wouldn't be your first one, though. You did a few, like maybe a few years back or so. So in the past 365 days, we have a Valentine's one. We have a Christmas one. I want to get some artists. There's so much stuff happening right now, but I want to get some artists together and do another Christmas where we take some singers and they just cover a lot of Christmas songs, just bring some holiday cheer, post that, and then they get exposure. Somebody might not know their music, but they might love this Christmas. And man, I like this person's voice. Let me go check out uh, their original music. Come on, man. That's it, man. And so as we're talking about getting into things, man, give us a little bit of background on you, man, and the decision that prompted you to even start Broadcast Houston. How much time do we have? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey the, the, uh, the, the, informative but condensed version then. okay okay so um like i think i was telling you off offline our earliest first festival was 2012 it was called the you and heard this yet festival um i like the film i love music i knew some djs some photographers uh we rented out a park and we just did it we filmed it we put it on dvd we gave it to the artists before like the whole streaming game was real you know what i'm saying like it is now but uh, yeah, it was a DVD. We distributed those around the city, and that was the You Ain't Heard This Yet Festival. We did another one at a club. We've done Los Magnificos car shows. We've done our own. Like we, I've, like if you can name it, like they've done it. And so, um, corporate America, you know what I'm saying? I had to go and get my money. You know what I'm saying? So in 2016, um, it was a, I was in oil and gas. So it was an oil and gas crisis, and uh, unfortunately, I was laid off. And so I always had the name Broadcast Houston in the back of my mind. And so basically I just ran with it, got the logo done. And in 2016, I just basically said nobody will outfilm me. And so 16, 17, for sure, 
if if somebody outfilmed me in 16 and 17, I just want to see their work, you know. But I like I everywhere, not just Houston, just anybody who was hopping in front of the microphone, in front of the camera. I I interviewed them, I let them talk, concerts, everything. And that really just grew broadcast Houston as people may know it. In 17, we had our first BH Awards, which is our you know annual award show. Had some pretty big names, rappers, singers, everything. And uh, 17 backdoor, uh, no, 17 had it. 18 had the warehouse live, and you know I won't even name drop. They can go back and and, and look at some of the stuff. And uh, just recently, we had our honors ceremony, um, and uh, just it's really it's been a blessing just to honor people in Houston and, and meet a lot of creatives. Because it's not just music, it's not just media, it's not just who has the most followers. It's people just really out here working. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what it's about, man. I was uh, fortunate enough to do the uh, uh, Beyond the Night art show with my boy KT, uh, and we was downtown. And, man, like I say, it was more than just media, more than just music, man. We talking art. We talking people who are just flat out creative, man. And so that's kind of what I did on starting the second podcast. I got the Underground Kings and Queens podcast. Uh, but it's more of just, man, it's not about you think it's about art, but we talking about like artists, uh, you know, poets, anything of that nature, man, because we're all connected in the mainframe. Man. Like it, man. everybody needs to respect. So a, a rapper needs to respect the producer's craft. Producer need to respect the videographer's craft. The videographer needs to respect the media personalities craft needs to respect the media outlet that you know actually put and so if everybody respects everyone's craft then you know there's different ways that you can you know generate revenue doing each thing and you kind of partner with different people and make your brand even bigger yes sir yes sir so man thinking about uh the recent news surrounding the mo3 the boosie all this i looked as i researched man i seen y'all had the last i want to say was that the last show he did in houston uh so Man, you know how people say, I could tell something was up, or some people know when they're about to pass, man. Just thinking about that night, how was it? And did you feel anything or see anything different? You'd be like, ah, now kind of flashing back, I kind of see these things happen. Did you see anything of that nature? So at the actual concert, no, it was, it was, a, it was a regular concert. Everything was dope. I even filmed some of the opening acts. So that was at this spot on the east side. It's uh, it's called Exquisite Lounge. After the show, I did like some post interviews outside in the parking lot and everything. And some of the rappers were like, "Hey man, we ain't performed here, but we going to be live. And we performing, man. I'm gonna chunk you some money to come film this is the strip club, right? And so come film there. Mo three is gonna be performing there as well." I said, "Ah oh, man, I got all this stuff to edit. I'm a pass, right?" I wake up in the morning. Mo three car had got shot up before he even he didn't even get a chance to get into be live to even perform. So it's like people knew he was gonna be there, and then you know as soon as his car pulled up, I think his, his car got shot up before he even made it into the club, so nobody even performed. Uh, Omen, yes, and that's that's why I really said that. So mine wouldn't be the last one. Technically, that V Live would have been the last performance, but he didn't even make it in that night and this is before everything had even happened and so that i mean if that uh, omen i mean that that would have been the omen of all omens man that that is crazy um like i didn't even know that part about being shot up man so like just man. google it yeah, yeah. In case 
you everybody yeah i mean in, in houston this was in houston yeah you know? that's in houston man so man that's i tell you when them boys out them boys is out okay man dang but that's crazy and so man looking at the media i started my company uh and like you say it was more about doing it for other people giving other people that platform and then in return that's how you grow on the back end man uh simply stand down till i come up and so what was the first interview man where you seen your company turn the corner and you was like okay okay i'm here now which one was it man man so i like a lot of interviews you know what i mean and so like i mean i don't say it's a loaded question but i i know the I know the stuff people want to hear me name drop or whatever, but like if I had this, I mean, I like all, all of my interviews. Each one is different. And I mean, we talk life. Like if I'm talking to an artist or a business, I'm always talking life. But if I had to answer the question, like most people, like a one on one interview, I mean, they'll probably say the Megan Thee Stallion. Um, I just like less than seven days ago just had the opportunity to interview Jay Prince Sr. And we talked about, you know what I'm saying, a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying, talking about the Mo 3 and King Von and everything. Those are like, you know what I'm saying, celeb-wise, two standouts. Man, Benny Siegel was big. Um, Yolanda Adams was big. Tamia, Donnell. I mean, I've interviewed a lot of people. You know, I don't brag anything like that, but I I really like, you know, a lot of those are short-lived. I mean, zero looking like... Anybody in Houston, like, I probably interviewed them all once or twice or three times. I'm a Roe, Paul Wall, K. Reno, whoever. But, um, you know, I really enjoy hearing people's story that I don't know. So many times you ask questions to celebrities. It's run of the mill. They on a run and the same thing. When you get down to somebody, you and like kind of like right now, this is our first time talking. Right. I love those because I'm experiencing a person at the same time the audience is and, and i think the questions are more genuine and you get a better interview yeah man and then that another thing was i learned that few seconds of dead air like right after they stop talking and usually if you quiet enough they'll come back with some more and then that be the answer that you're really looking for because yeah. that's the one that okay that that's coming from a little deeper place so i understand man like I said, congratulations on all that success, brother, and just repping for the city, man. I appreciate you deeming me worthy, man. Like, hey, man. I, I see you working. I see a YouTube number. So, don't don't think me. Like, I'm checking everybody out. You know what I mean? And so, like, I, I can tell, like, though you might not be as seasoned, you know what I mean? Like, hitting the ground running, like, and I don't know if you're proud of your view count right now, but, like, YouTube is is that. You see what I'm saying? Instagram, anybody can go viral on Instagram or whatever. They post a have new picture or a chain or something. But if you got those YouTube numbers, people are really consuming your content. But, like, I mean, just don't stop. Yeah, man. Can't quit, man. And so that was my next question. So when the pandemic hit, um, did it slow you down or, or did you kind of adjust and start doing the interviews like this? And so I do more than interviews. So like I really, if I, I would say, got popping in broadcast Houston is popping concerts, being in the streets. A lot of my interviews were, hey, like I can't interview Lil Kiki. I can't reach out to Zero's PR. I'm just gonna pop up the way they are. You put the camera in the light in somebody's face, and they got a new album dropping. They're gonna talk about it. So. When I was brand new, you know, I just show love. And then people, like, some people know my face. Some people know the mic flag. Some people know, you know, whatever it is. But, 
hey, broadcast Houston, I think the general consensus in the city is they support, I mean, you know, the female rappers, the gay models, the male models, you said like whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's never been about this group of people is all I'm going to cover. You see what I'm saying? I've, I've done some rock and pop. I've done a lot. You see, I can't even tell you how much I've done. Um, but that answer the question, I'm not even sure what the question was. <laughs> okay, so so COVID-19, I got a lot of footage. And like I said, I'm not sure if you would start recording yet. So I've had five YouTube channels taken down. And so though I've backed some of that up, some I've not. If I don't film for the next two or three years, I got enough new content to put out just on reposting old stuff or, you know what I mean, just content. But really just, um, like you said, virtual shows, things like that, things where, OK, I'm not charging people to get in, but we're just going to have y'all 12 people and we're just going to film this and we're just going to put it out and not really you know, have any space in it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you write about that content, man, because. I was trying at one point to kind of like film maybe like two weeks out. But once we start going virtual and it was easier to kind of connect with people, man, I got so much content, man. It's like, man. And the thing is, the pandemic and life is changing. So the conversations are, are really dated when you talk about what's happening, you know, around you and stuff. So it'd it be really a push to get them things out, man. So. Oh, yeah, content, and I feel, yeah, it's, it's content is king and clarity, and it's first. I mean, if you break something before I do, you're going to mess around and probably get, you know, more of the views from that, you know? So, yeah, definitely, yeah, getting it out first is a big deal. Yeah, and as we build our platforms, um, you know, the powers can be either good or bad. So, with the good side, are you working with, like, entrepreneurs on top of the artists and uh, everybody else you're interviewing, kind of the, like, do anything with small businesses in the city, minority businesses? Man, so the honors, right? And so we kind of took the BH Awards into the honors. And, and to answer your question and not do too much history, we have 36 categories. So you can add this up in your head. So we do a top 10 in each category. So that's 360 individuals or brands that we are highlighting almost a black yellow pages and saying, hey, this person is dope in their craft. And so we used to say, we used to do live voting on the website. Now we're just like alphabetized. Hey, it's KTTV. It's, so we never put ourselves in there. So it's never broadcast or maybe some other media outlets, right? And then we uh, basically say, hey, you're being honored. We put you on the site. Other people can go view it. Everybody's not other people. Well, actually, you would be on a, a list of 40. You would, it's a top 10, 10, 10, 10. And so you have 39 other people that's reposting, proud of what they've done. And they're uh, basically almost forced to promote you as a top 10 and your thing. And then we follow up with a event and it's called the Honor Ceremony. We let you come out. We have a four course meal. We let people dress up and everything. And then you get to get on stage. It's so not like you're average award show you get on stage with the other nine people that were honored as a media personality or their media outlet you'll say your acceptance speech you'll get your award y'all take a group picture and guess what the big part is y'all network so there's nine other people that you may or may not have known in most cases i'm finding out people don't know because we're not doing clicks and batches and groups of people it's more like 
who's been working on the north, on the south, who's the female, make sure we got some male representation. And so you all take a picture like, man, you want one too? What do you do? Y'all follow each other. And so we're trying to build a unity. And the whole point of it is not to say, hey, we're the biggest outlet out here. We get to give out awards. So even saying that we're even relevant, it's just bringing people together and forcing people almost to network in a city that's I'm not sure how long you've been in here. It's kind of clickish. And, you know, some people are standoffish and some people are just timid normally. But if you, hey, man, like I've been doing this, man, I got my followers up. I just hit a thousand followers, this, that, and the other. And you hear somebody else, man, that person, I never knew that person. And y'all are both dressed up and y'all had already took a group picture. We've already kind of broken that ice for people. And so it's not about who's the best. It's about breaking ice and say, you don't have to work with everybody, but you might see somebody you want to work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's how it is, man. I'm um, gearing up for Loud Fest. So y'all going to be out there this year? I'm not sure if we're okay. going to be there. We do so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's so much. That, you know what I mean? Like I said, it's, it's so much. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think a few of my people, they'll be out there. Representation, DJ Nightcap, I rock with him heavy. He's been broadcast Houston. He's out there. Um, so yeah, broadcast Houston. And it's always like I feel like if I'm personally not there, we're represented all the time. Represent, man. And I was just thinking about that. Uh, you know, as I'm in that group of media people, um, you know, that's that place, man. You think about being timid, or or either you finna get yourself out here. So, just putting that networking forward, man. The same way, just kind of reaching out, man. You see, I had to hit you up a few times. Well, what about now? Or you know, yeah, I mean, it's about getting in. I was so busy, and so I got more information Mm -hmm. for you. So I want to skip through everything real fast. I mean, so much. I don't know how many questions you got for me. How much time? Man, talk to me. You got me. So I mean, I got a lot of lot of information, and I'm very articulate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. And that's it, though. So. When you got ready to put the the ceremony together, the awards, man, what made you really go out and say, I want to do this for the first time, man? Like, that's a big thing. The honors is not the BH Awards. So, like I said, the BH Awards was was an annual award show. And so, um, shout out to uh, Hassie. Shout out to everybody that's done an award show. Hustle Hard Award, Bobby Hustle, um, you know, Go DJ Awards. I've been, I've been to like a few of them and there, so I'm doing media, right? And so I'm looking how they do things, the red carpet or whatever. And I was like, you know what? This is a great way to unite people, you know, not even on some competition type stuff, but really on like this is. And so like the Go DJ Awards, right? They are, it's, it's a DJ, MC type of situation, right? So they're dealing in the clubs. They might know, you know, media personalities, hosts, uh, strip clubs, and all that type of stuff. Like I said, my thing, I interviewed everybody. And so I'm not even sure if I answered that question to you. But, yes, we definitely do. We have four small business categories, top ten. So that would be 40 small businesses. And that would be a product and a service on the north and south side. So we got a top ten product on the north and south. We got a top ten service on the north and south. And so these are 40 businesses. And so... That's just 40 of the 360. And so, like, I'm looking at it from a wide view, and I understand that, you know, promoters need businesses to be vendors. You see what I'm saying? Vendors need regular people to come buy their stuff. The artists entertain, the MC keeps people, you know, and, and so the DJ, and so the, the venue owner, like, none of this can happen without the other person. We have people that think, being a rapper is the best thing or being a videographer or I want to be a PR. And so everybody is 
like I said, we connected with this mainframe. I think even in a bigger, my belief system is just, you know, we're all connected through God. God is that general mainframe. We're all connected through him some type of way. Yes, sir. And so really just taking that logic and saying that, you know, normally there are um, rappers are glorified or the singers or maybe have something to do with models or whatever. And we just wanted to be that platform that said everyone is relevant here are the top people in each one of these categories. That's mm, it, man. And so, that was the reason. I know you say you're setting up to get ready to um, do the YouTube for the monetize your brand. So if if somebody right now looking at this and they saying, hmm, let me check that out. What is the first thing that you come out the gate telling people to kind of start their process? So it, it'll be it'll be on Zoom and it'll be like a group chat type of situation. And we'll have, it'll be kind of together. I'm going to be like a seminar, but like everything I do is super, it's, it's not, it's well thought out, but it's just not like this. And so I want to hear, like if I was talking to you, what well, what are you doing? Okay, so you're a media house. It'll be easy for me because that, I mean, I'm, I'm, but somebody might be a hairdresser. Somebody might be a rapper. Somebody might be a PR specialist. So the beautiful thing about YouTube, and it won't just be YouTube, but it'll be like different ways to monetize a brand. YouTube is one of those things to where if you have influence and you have expertise in something and people are following you on another platform for that influence and that expertise, if you can, this is why I always say when I film, whether I'm filming a commercial or a promo or a music video, my goal, if you pay me to do something, my goal is to give it to your following and, and my following if I'm posting it on my page in a way to make them react and i think most of the time a lot of people just want the heart i see the heart thing can you react it's a that that heart right there that i just gave you that didn't make you any money and so you want people to start reacting and though the hearts kind of show you hey i'm interested i feel like the hearts are i'm interested now sell me something do i click a button do i buy something do i come out how do i support you and some everything is not monetized you see what i'm saying so somebody might want to give a service away for you for free and somebody else that you know that they don't know might need that service you bring those two people together and you get and so you know there's different ways to monetize and so we'll be talking about those things obviously i have a lot of don'ts uh, since I've lost like five YouTube channels, they, they're still switching up uh, day by day. They're switching up what's going on with YouTube. But um, just monetizing your brand from a you're growing a brand or a platform and just really taking it to that next level and not staying because you, you, most people are like I said, you hitting the ground running. And so, boom, it's talent. It's a bunch of talent. But a lot of people get stuck to where they can't see the bigger picture. I started right here, maybe this section of town, maybe this group of people, and a lot of people never have or even surround themselves around them to, let me look at, an Asian might like this, or a white person, somebody in Afghanistan might like this. And so, if, and traveling the world as well, or if you can't travel the world, YouTube is a great way to visit the world remotely, you know, as we're talking about right now. And just talking to different people that believe different things than you. You might find that, Hey man, your thing might pop in China better yeah. than you know your own hometown, and so just talking about things like that. Yeah, man, that that just um, since I've been doing this, I've been able to speak to uh, some people in Ireland, 
uh, some people in Dubai, Alaska. Um, and so, like you say, just getting it out there, man, and, and talking to people, bro. And that's, that's what it's been, man. So, big shout out to that. I, I'm looking forward to that. But this is the question, man. <laughs> man, how are you losing these YouTubes, man? What's happening? And so, you're probably going to do the do's and don'ts on the, on the Zoom. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I can't. there's no one answer. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I was on YouTube before there was monetization, right? And, like, I guess I really, I don't say I dislike the term content creator, but I feel like, I mean, since the pandemic, I don't know anybody from, you know, Jeezy to probably Will Smith, T.I., Lil Wayne, feel like everybody's interviewing people now, right? And so they've taken the YouTube and, you know, they're figuring out to where they might have been, it was a waste of time for them to interview somebody to make money on YouTube. Now that's another form of income for them. And so... Um, they uh, they've changed a lot, and they're still changing daily. Um, I understand a lot of what they've done. Um, at one point in time, YouTube they were paying well. I'll just say that um, at a, at a higher percentage, and I'm not sure how up you are on on YouTube. But there was supposed to be this big scandal. It was ISIS. And they said they lost a lot of their advertisers because obviously it's really Google AdSense you get paid from. And so you, they lost a lot of they said they lost a lot of advertisers, Walmart, McDonald's and everything because their commercials were being put on these ISIS videos. So YouTube's response to that was, well, it's too much. You guys like the real short. We're going to pay you less money and then we're going to see if your stuff has at first it was like. ISIS government type stuff against the US or whatever it is we're gonna say that these videos can be monetized well before a lot of stuff was monetized everything was monetized and there was no okay you can't do that but now you can't twerk can't cuss enough you know whatever and so they did that and it really brought down a percentage that people were making for the same amount of views after that there were different things people were stealing people's content and think about it if if uh, Vlad TV, you know what I'm saying, you had a great interview, right? Your best interview, maybe a celebrity. And I don't know what's good for your channel right now. Let's say 10,000. Let's say it did 10,000 in the first week. Vlad TV back in the day could take that and post your same thing on his. And he just for the sheer number of followers he has, he can make 100,000 followers on your content. And so they had to figure out a way how to, you know, combat that. And um, with music and everything, and it's, it's a lot, you know what I mean? So there's not one thing, and I feel like you have to stay up on the rules. If you do not stay up on the rules, and they change all the time. And um, my thing with YouTube is they, they kind of change without warning, and they don't really give you a an opportunity, or I don't say an ample amount of opportunity to uh, rearrange and change before, you know, that ultimate decision to, like, stop a YouTube. And I'm not, and there are strikes in the community guidelines, and I, trust me, I fully understand them all, and I'm talking about, you know, yeah, tens of thousands of followers, millions of, tens of millions of views gone, yeah. so, you know, yeah. Man, that's how it was. I, uh, I just lost my Facebook, uh, so, dude, I had, like, one account was full with the 5,000, another had 3,000. Then I had some groups. One group I managed had 14,000. Mm. Um, and then the other groups, um, I want to say probably about 
3,000 between those two pages that I had for business. All those people, um, something happened where I had to send in, you know, you've got to send in your license and have it reviewed. So I'm waiting to have that reviewed. Hopefully I get all my, my stuff back. But the show must Did somebody hack your account? Man, I don't know if they hacked it. It's either they hacked it or, you know, since they everybody out for the COVID, they got the AI going. So then um, I don't know if they was thinking that my pages were uh, bots because, you know, I put that work in, man, I'm posting. You know, so I'm hitting all these groups with my podcast, yeah. things like that. So yeah. it's either one of those two, but uh, but uh, yeah. they sure sure came through and swept me. So uh, just waiting on that right now. I got one little lonely page going, man. Yeah, hoping for the best. Yeah, I mean, so like years of work, I, I can't, I can't tens of thousands of videos. Yeah, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating to you. Ten, I, I'll say like nobody out filming me. I'm telling you, like tens of thousands of videos. You know, so really hurt me. I wanted to quit. And that, that's just a, a if just trust. If you have not lost tens of millions of views, tens of thousands, probably be hundreds of thousands of followers now. And like I'm, I'm telling you, it's monetized as well. Yeah, so you see what I'm saying like you, you can't quit. You know yeah. what I mean? No matter what comes up against you especially i don't know if you believe everything is spiritual but like when you when it's time for that big break spiritual things are gonna happen to you it's not gonna make sense but that just you're supposed to keep pushing keep pushing man that's it because that just taught me man get your email list together make sure you get that list going get yourself together and that, that'll be in that uh you know monetize your brand thing don't just rely on these social media outlets to you know, tell your network what you're doing. You know, yeah. connect with your people. Yeah, that's it, brother. That's it. So, man, as as um, I like to do with my podcast, man. Have as I have young brothers, influential people, man, because uh, I'm also a principal at the schoolhouse. So okay. then I, I get to come in and show uh, my students. Well, look who I talk to. Or this guy's doing this. So, man, okay. if you could give these young men, man, or anybody who's want to come up next with the broadcasting media company. Just words of information or words of encouragement, man, before we get out of here. What would you say to those people, man, who, who want to do the, it? These are the type of questions I want. You see what I'm saying? And so I, I in my heart, I really want to do career. I've, I've done career fairs in corporate America and everything like that. Man, I can I can go on that uh, question. High level. What age? What age group will uh, this? Elementary, man. I'm elementary. Six. Elementary, no, right? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. And so I'll say if they see what you do and they like it, you know, make that a thing. You see what I'm saying? Don't get caught up in the fame. Don't get caught up in who's who. The reason why you do something or why you begin to do something is everything. You see what I'm saying? Because there will be a time you will be in the red. You will not be in the black as soon as you start. What I mean by red and black is actually the time and the resources that you spend. You're not going to get that back starting out. And so if your whole reason was to make money or interview Drake or somebody that's not going to happen. And, and a lot of people are going to fall by the wayside. And that's OK. They're just learning themselves. And this is this really wasn't for them. This is going to be for the people that genuinely, like I think me and you both said the same thing, genuinely want to connect with people, want to, you know, show other people through your brand and be cross promoting their brand. That's the spirit you need to have. So if you in the first five years, and you haven't interviewed anybody over five thousand followers. And I don't know how people make money or got any advertisement, nobody to pay for interview, anything like that. If you keep doing it, you're going to beat all those people that 
did it for, I'm going to say the wrong reason, because money is a, you know, is a great reason to do something. But if that's the only reason you're going to fall off um, for anything, I would say don't quit your day job. I would say continue to educate yourself. Don't make it the only thing. Say, I'm going to, you know, do journalism and communications and, and I'm going to be the best at this or whatever. Make sure you do some things that, you know, and like you said, grade school is too early to be talking about supporting a family. But in the same sense, I know some grade school guys that mama was, you know, working two jobs, not being ends meeting. They did do what they had to do, cutting grass or whatever. So, you know, make sure no matter what your dream is or what you're ambitious to do, make sure you can still make some money doing something. And so hone in on different skills. Be a great videographer, a good uh, podcaster. But if you got to cut some grass or sell some candy or do whatever you do, make sure you're getting your money and try to get your money legally because there are a lot of ways to get money illegally, but I, there are more ways to get it legally. So try to find those things because once you start the illegal hustle, it's, it's a hard cycle to break. And once you get around those types of people, um, it, it becomes you. You see what I'm saying? Because you're going to chase. It's almost like um, it's a next high. You see what I'm saying? Fast money is like you make money fast and you spend the cash just as fast. And then you have to get it again. And you're used to getting it quickly and you used to spend it quickly. But knowing the value of a dollar is really I might have to work a whole week to pay for something. And so you're going to value that dollar because more time was attached to making that dollar. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. It makes, makes very, very much sense. Uh, and just to follow up with you, man, I'm telling you, never too early, man. I do a, a boys club on my campus. I've been doing it since, I want to say, 2014. And each year as I bring in new kids, man, the first lesson that I give them is, do you plan to live until you're 21? Man, uh, and and it's real. <laughs> it's real, man. Oh, I, I wish I would have had that. Like, and I'm I'm not even like you. You hear this, right? We're supposed to be, you know, dead in jail by 25. I didn't. So I'm I'm a little bit older than I look. You know what I mean? And like, I didn't. I didn't think I would live past 25, 30. And so, uh, and so just Scarface. I was listening to an interview. I forgot him and whoever it was or whatever. And so you know, right now you know. Y'all pray for Scarface and everything. I think he needs a, a transplant and everything. But he was like, and this, this stuck to me, just like what you just said. He said, man, if I knew I was going to live to this age, I would have ate better. I would have drank less. I wouldn't abuse my body. You see what I'm saying? And I don't think, you know, when you see all these rappers dying and everything like that. And Okay, the thing I aspire to be, Mo3 was 28. And it's like, it's the psyche of a six, 12 year old, 18 year old boy. That's all I got. Like 25, 28 might be it for me. So you hit a YOLO lifestyle. Let me just get everything done. And so we're not thinking kingdom. And I, like, so I don't really want to get spiritual, but family, kids, you're not even thinking that. So you politic different. Your, your habits are different. You eat things. You don't eat as clean. And you know what I'm saying? And so you say a boy. So, man, if you, the biggest decision next to choosing your creator, you see what I'm saying, as the person that you want to model your life after is the significant other that you choose that will make or break your life. 
And, and if you ain't get nothing else I said in this interview, they will make or break your life. The significant other that you choose. Mm -hmm. So choose wisely. Hey, man. Look, <laughs> look, man, I had a friend of mine over all weekend, man, uh, just dealing with that, that entanglement between him and the significant other, man. He slept on the couch, man. But uh, at the end of the day, I told him, man, well, you know what you got. You need to get your ass back to the house, man. <laughs> and so that was pretty much it. Yes, sir. <laughs> I told him, man. And, and it never stops. And so this is not just for kids. And I think what I just said is relevant for 6, 12, 18, 25, 30, 40, 50-year-old. It's, it's, it's relevant to us all. And it's a constant, it's like, you know, it's like grace and mercy is brand new. Every day, you, you, you got you to gotta work on it. It's like... If you're gonna work, you're not gonna work one time and make money for the rest of your life. So, you're not gonna choose a significant other, or or even choose a religion or something to believe in. Work at it one day, and it's gonna be perfect. You gotta wake up every day, and for it to be, you know what I'm saying, to to cultivate it. Everything has to be or it dies. Yes, sir. If you don't cultivate, something dies, and that's anything. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Man, so what's next uh, for broadcast Houston, man? So what are we in? And so, okay, so it's uh, November 23rd, and so, I mean, you get a lot of exclusives. Right? I don't do a lot of interviews. Really, people don't reach out to me a lot, you know what I mean? I feel like I've done a lot, but um, so we have this thing. It's called Who the Hottest in the City, okay? And Because uh, really, I've been doing a lot of things for businesses, been doing a lot of black markets and everything, and artists are like, hey, man, what's going on? So let me just run through each one of the projects that we're, we're coming back with, and just COVID is just... No, depending on how COVID works and you, we got to deal with you know, how many people you can have in a venue or do we do this virtually? But um, who the hottest of the city is? I know you've seen the verses, you know what I'm saying, with the Jeezy, excuse me, and Gucci, man. So, um, you know, so this is an answer to another question. A lot of the great things are just for the celebrities or the people with the blue checks. And so another thing I wanted to do is give that same atmosphere congratulations and experience to i only say lesser well i say lesser known because they don't have as many followers and i've honored a lot of people to say i've been doing this for 12 years my first award little flip we gave him a lifetime achievement he went platinum that's my my fifth award in, in 20 25 years and so you never really know but so it's uh basically the underground verses to sum everything up and so we have rappers versus rappers singers versus singers uh it'll be kind of like the uh, you know ncaa tournament we're gonna have brackets you win you go to the next person or whatever and at the end the winner receive gonna have all these studio time photography free music videos and everything and we're gonna have this chiseled glass that says hey man you're the hottest in the city and uh it's a big package and uh we do all this promo and video shoots and photo shoots it's just it's it's really a big epk for artists that's one the Next Up Cypher is uh, something that we've been doing. You can just type in Next Up Cypher in YouTube. And uh, basically, we get a bunch of artists, again, the singers, female rappers, male rappers. We give them the same beat, let them rap, shine a big bright light in their face, let them do their thing. Some people freeze. Everybody's not built for that bright light. I'm telling you, a lot of people in the studio, a lot of people are comfortable around their friends and family. But uh, we put shine that bright light in their face. We have judges, and we take the best six. And then we make a track out of it. We shoot a music video. We give them a lot of exposure. The um, Obviously, the honors. Uh, we, we're going to continue honoring people in those 36 categories, top 10. We're looking forward to doing that. Uh, Drama-free experience, dress up, you know what I'm saying, real grown and sexy-like. 
Um, we even have youth stars, you know, um, the honors. Um, we also have this singles game. It's called Truth, Dare, or Shots. And uh, we have uh, we've shown that and, and we've done a couple pilot episodes where we're trying to figure the best way to uh, to do that or whatever. But basically it's battle of the sexes and truth dare shot. Whoever takes three shots first loses. Right. So it's a lot of pressure on, you know, the males and females are going to win. And um, what else do we have? Uh, Who the hottest in the city? Next up, Cypher. We've got the awards, we've got the honors. Um, seems like it's one more thing that we have. But, I mean, we do a lot. Um, a lot of people want broadcast Houston to do a, a black market. I mean, we do it, it won't be a black market. It'll be uh, for everybody. But we, 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 we touch it in a lot of vendors, a lot of small businesses and everything. And so my thing is not let me do it. I can make a post today and say, hey, who wants to do this? Pay me $25. We're going to meet up here. No promotion. And they don't sell and they get mad at me. I'd rather... You know, use the whole network. Okay, how can the DJs, how can the artists and the PR and the media and the small businesses, you know, get the the painters and the musicians, how can we bring them all together to where people either making money or gaining exposure? And it's really, it's a win-win for everybody. So a lot of stuff we're doing is trying to formulate a, everything's a project. So each one of these things is a project and they're dear to my heart and they have a purpose. And the purpose is not for me to make the money. So um, those are the things you can look for in, in the near future. Man, come on, man. Like you say, that purpose, man, that why is, is the reason behind it. You, even when I'm in that building, man, and I'm talking to 100 staff, man, it, it's like what I'm telling them is good. But at the end of the day, they want to know why. Why are you doing <laughs> this? You know, so so awesome, man, to keep that in mind, man. People going to follow that. Man, well, if somebody want to contact you, man, they want to get with the media, come out, do some shows, just follow you on what you're doing uh, other than that, man. How do they contact you, man, or where do they go to see all the Broadcast Houston info? And you just said it. So, I mean, you can Google Broadcast Houston. You type Broadcast Houston in any social network. It's Broadcast Houston at gmail.com. BroadcastHouston.com will get you. You can do the contact us through there. You can see a lot of our work, interviews. We have our price list for doing certain things. And, you know, I mean, we, we have a few free projects you know what i'm saying it's not going to be all about you you probably have to prove yourself in front of people but you know if you want that one-on-one attention you know what i'm saying that and, and we're very cost efficient you know so that the goal is not to break people the goal is to deliver a product mm-hmm. to a person uh with, with great customer service so just broadcast houston on anything broadcast houston at gmail.com that's it man i sure appreciate that time today brother um i know it's a busy life man so just thank you for taking a few minutes out man to get with me today man no, I appreciate you. And it's only 45 minutes. I thought it was going to be an hour. So, you know what I'm saying? If you got any more questions, I'm hey, always hey. available. We locked in now. You got me. So, you know what I mean? Anything, any ideas you got, anything you're doing. Like I said, I would tell people to try to make as much stuff as I can. Of course, more paid work is coming in right now. But do still try to support people because that, that's what uh, started me out. Yeah, man. That grassroots is everything, man. Staying grounded, brother. Because, hey, you like to say, stay down until you come up. Okay, man. I appreciate it, man. That'll do it, man. This is KT for KT TV signing out. 100.